This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Plated Earth, where we share at least a fraction of the crazy, wonderful, and insightful stories of produce. I'm your host, JJ. Plated Earth is also the official podcast of the Specialty Produce app. Please show your support for us and Specialty Produce by downloading the app and exploring one of the globe's most comprehensive fresh food databases. So what's on our plate today? Today we are sharing the story of guavas. So the general classification of guava, also known as the apple of the tropics, includes over 100 different species. Even the guava that is most often found on the market, known as the apple guava or common guava, is actually a family of dozens of different cultivars. Guava is a very popular fruit and is available almost all throughout the year. Varieties can range from the size of an apricot to the size of an orange, and they have four or five protruding floral sepals at their top. Their thin skin can be various shades of green, yellow, or even purple, and the flesh can vary from white or pale yellow to pink or red. The fruit is botanically classified as a berry, just like the tomato, grape, and avocado, to name a few of the less obvious ones. Guavas are roughly spherical, oblong, or pear-shaped, with a relatively smooth surface. The flesh is unique with its texture being a combination of a firm banana and a succulent apple. Inside the flesh are small, edible seeds, although some varieties are seedless or nearly so. The flavor of guava has subtle notes of pineapple, papaya, banana, and lemon, reflective of the ripe fruit's somewhat musky, tropical fragrance with hints of rose petals, a powerful sweet aroma to say the least. Guavas are in the genus Cidium, and they belong to the large plant family, Myrtaceae, or myrtle family, which also includes eucalyptus, cloves, allspice, and, of course, myrtle. The two prominent species of guava are the common or apple guava that I mentioned before, which is known for its sweet, juicy, yellow-green fruits with pale yellow or pink flesh, and the Catali guava, which has two notable varieties, the red-fruited strawberry guava and the yellow-fruited lemon guava. Other well-known varieties include the Brazilian guava and the pineapple guava, both of which you can read more about on the Specialty Produce app. The guava tree itself is a hardy evergreen that can grow 15 to 30 feet tall, and mature trees can recover from potentially devastating circumstances, like frost, heat, or water logging. The tree begins to produce fruit after about two years, and can continue to do so for up to around 40 years. The tree is pretty easily recognized by its smooth, copper-colored bark that flakes off and reveals the green layer below. As guava trees are adaptable, relatively easy to grow, and are one of the few tropical fruits that can be grown to fruiting size in containers indoors— they are of great interest to home growers in temperate regions. And the fruit has caught the attention of more than just humans. It is a favorite of animals and birds. Coupled with the tree's adaptability, the long history of natural distribution of guava seeds via animal droppings made it difficult to pinpoint the fruit's origins. It is believed to be native to tropical and subtropical regions of Central and South America, but has since been easily naturalized in other tropical regions throughout the world. It had helped spreading via human trade, of course. Early Spanish and Portuguese colonizers were quick to bring the fruit from the New World to the East Indies and Guam around the 16th century. It was soon adopted as a crop in Asia and parts of Africa, like Egypt, and may have traveled from there to Palestine. It is also occasionally seen in Algeria and on the Mediterranean coast of France. 
The Portuguese brought the guava to India in the early 17th century. And today, the guava is so popular there, it's difficult to believe that the fruit didn't actually originate there. It is well adapted to grow in most regions of the country, and thanks to its hardy and prolific nature, the guava is one of the most important and legendary fruits of India. Generally, guava is planted in small groves or gardens, but in India, it is a major commercial resource. Guava was reportedly introduced into both Hawaii and Florida, where it quickly gained popularity, sometime around the 19th century. Like I said, guava is cultivated in gardens, but it has often escaped and naturalized where it was introduced. In many parts of the world, including Hawaii, Malaysia, Puerto Rico, New Zealand, and South Africa, the apple guava actually runs wild and forms extensive thickets that overrun pastures, fields, and roadsides so vigorously that guava is viewed as an invasive weed subject to eradication. Still, wild guavas often constitute the bulk of commercial supply, so they're not all bad. So how have these fruits been used throughout their history? Well, in folk medicine, guava leaves have been used for treating ailments ranging from cancer to inflammation and diabetes. Guavas are often considered superfruits, being rich in antioxidants, fiber, omega-3 and omega-6 polyunsaturated fatty acids, and vitamins A, B, and especially C, rivaling the amounts found in oranges. The roots, bark, leaves, and immature fruits, because of their astringency, are commonly used as a digestive aid throughout the tropics. Leaves are chewed to relieve toothache, or a decoction is made as a remedy for coughs and throat ailments. Crushed leaves are even applied on wounds or ulcers. Guava leaves are even sometimes used in hair products because they are believed to prevent hair loss and encourage hair growth. The plant itself has been used for ornamental purposes, and of course the fruits have proved to be pretty useful. The whole fruit is edible, from seeds to rind, but many people still choose to scoop out the middle part containing the hard seeds embedded in the surrounding pulp. The peel is usually discarded, but it can be eaten and is actually a rich source of essential nutrients. The pulp is sweetest in the center, with the outer layer being a little sour and gritty. Guavas are most often eaten raw or processed into jams, jellies, and preserves. They can also be sliced and added to salads or served with sugar and cream as a dessert. Red guavas can even be used as the base of salted products like sauces, essentially being a substitute for tomatoes for people with sensitivity to acidity. Guava can be used to flavor ice creams, sorbets, custards, or juices, and it can be baked, sautéed, caramelized, and pureed. Cooking the fruit will actually help to eliminate the strong, sweet smell. Stewed guava hulls, a dish known as cascos de guayaba, are a traditional dessert throughout Latin America and the Spanish-speaking islands of the West Indies. The dish is made of guava hulls, a.k.a. guava halves with the central seed and pulp removed, cooked in syrup and often served with cream or cheese. In Asia, guava is often dipped in preserved prune powder or salt, and a tea is made from the fruits and leaves. In the Philippines, ripe guavas are used to flavor a soup called sinigang. In Hawaii, guava wood is used for meat smoking and may be used to barbecue. In South Africa, guavas are mixed with cornmeal and a few other ingredients to make breakfast food flakes. Okay, you get the point. There are many uses for these little gems around the world. No matter how you use them, know that guavas can be stored at room temperature for up to seven days, depending on ripeness. Fully ripe fruits should be eaten within a few days, or they can be stored in the refrigerator for up to a week. Today, India, China, and Thailand are the biggest producers of guava in the world, and is also one of the leading fruits of Mexico. In the U.S., guavas are grown in Florida, Hawaii, and Southern California. With so many varieties, it's time to get out there and explore. Visit your local farmer's market or specialty grocery store, 
or download the Specialty Produce app and discover more about the guava in the palm of your hand. But wait, with so much love for this fruit across the world in both medical and culinary realms, there must be some good legends, myths, and stories that have survived throughout its history. Well, you'll just have to tune in next week to The Food Fable to find out. Well, folks, that concludes this week's episode. Be sure to follow at Specialty Produce app on Instagram for some amazing produce photos. And while you're on there, give us a follow at Plated Earth. As always, you can find more information, recipe ideas, and local market shares on the Specialty Produce app. Tune in next time for more food fables. And remember, cauliflower is nothing but a cabbage with a college education. We'll catch you next time. Music.